views and opinions expressed in this show are not necessarily of the host, the company, the owners, or anyone associated with the show. Hello and welcome to Creative Card Talks. As some of you may know, we were live just a few moments ago and 30 minutes into the interview, our internet decided to make sure that the interview doesn't continue. But because we're passionate like that and we persevere, we continued. Just for those of you that may be wondering, um, we have a COVID test that is under 72 hours and we're both fully vexed. So that said, we decided to record live in uh, next to one another. So there goes. Hello and welcome to Creative Card Talks, the show that aims to promote sustainable visual arts and to bridge the gap between art creators and consumers. Today I'm joined by Rengoni, Wilson Goni, the painter. The maestro, a household name in Botswana. We young artists actually look up to him. We learn a lot from him. Uh, Rengoin, over to you. Please Thank introduce you. yourself, what you do and why you do it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shawa. My name is Ngoni Wilson. Ngoni is my first name and Wilson is my surname. And I am a Botswana painter, born and bred in Botswana. And I've been painting for three decades, which is um, 31 years now. I am a self-taught artist, um, and my academic background is from from one up to form five. I didn't do primary school. I only did primary. I did lower primary, like I did standard one up to standard three, and school stopped because it wasn't my time. And from there, I stayed for many years without going to school. And I came back, did form one up to form five. So, and I did art at school. Uh, I would say the only art that I have uh, studied studied is <laughs> that level. Yes, thank you. All right, Rangoini. Um, previously we were talking about your art background in terms of the challenges that you went through um, for the 31 years that you've been practicing and what you've seen artists go through. So can you share that with us? Uh, it's quite a lot, you know, three, one years is not uh, a child's play, you know. Uh, it's not a child's play. Lots and lots of challenges that, you know, I, I've faced and a lot of uh, Things I went through to, to become an artist, you know, to be an artist is like the most bold of all thinkings, you know, you for to be an artist but street, street, street because uh, in a lot of ways sometimes you paint and thinking that you are painting really well, or you sing thinking that you know it's a hit because when I go and the community that you reside in don't see it. You, the painting that you've done and you're trying to communicate something that you're trying to say and the community doesn't hear you so it's the first frustration and it's the first challenge so what do you do normally when you're faced with such what you do is you and this is how I managed to overcome I went about talking about art carrying paintings people asked me questions I did presentations in my exhibitions to uh, bring people to the awareness of what art is and such awareness is once they are like fully blown and you know you blow your trumpet and 
what he hears it, you know, people now learn and they start trusting, they start knowing and they start like consuming more your material. That is one of the challenges. But generally, you know, I was born in this country and I painted in this country from scratch. I have never seen art like mine, which is a challenge. If I painted like others, I would know where those others took their paintings because you know, there will be a path that is like open already. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. opening a path that is not like it's my, my first time to see paintings like this, I don't know where to take them to. It's a whole heap of uh, challenges. So, who do you take these paintings to? Because if you're taking them to, to Chawa, for instance, it's their first time to see this, so she will not like really accept. She, she has products that she's used to, so she, she'll go to buy paintings from certain artists that she's used to, to be buying. So, you know, I had to, to work on that as well, to bring this new product, which is Wilson Gordy, to the people. And, you know, it's a challenge to advertise, it's a challenge to start a business. You know, art is entrepreneurship also, it means it's a business. So, it, it was that kind of challenge. <clears throat> and other challenges that, you know, you face is like, um, people take artists for granted. <laughs> yes. People take artists for granted. And when you are taken for, a grant, for granted, it's not, it kills uh, your vibe. So, I was also taken for granted because um, not only in Botswana, not only in Botswana, almost Africa as a whole, they think that you know, an artist is someone who has failed at school. It's, we think, they think that an artist is a dropout from academic, the academic stream. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are looked upon as failures who now try to we are desperately trying to to to, to lean in, into art and try to sell something so that we can buy bread so we are viewed as those people that are doing this just out of desperation yes and yes, yes. but what is what how how do you feel about that because from where i'm standing art is i mean there's no economy without art art is quite impactful art does this art does that i mean there's an episode um our previous episodes that talk about you know the beauty and the value and impact of visual arts so but knowing and owing to such significance and you are viewed like that how do you how, how does that make you feel firstly and how do you overcome and why do you stay in art despite all that all these challenges. yeah you know when i was young you know when i saw that you know the community thought that you know artists are stupid i actually feel that it's the community that is stupid mm. you understand <laughs> okay um, but yeah but now you know with a little bit of wisdom and a little bit of manners i will not say the community is like because <laughs> 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 it will sound rude yes. but but the community needs to wake up mm-hmm. we don't paint because we have failed we actually paint because we have certain intentions we have certain motives that you know we are pushing towards we are actually campaigning for certain things we are actually advocating for instance right now if you check it's the month of like the gender-based violence. 16 days of activism yes who has been heading this artists. artists visual artists visual artists you know and to, today is the first of december 
it's an it's like agency. Well, yes. Yeah. Who, who, who is like handling it all? Artists. Artists. Who are making all the posters that you see? Who are making all the music, the, the music that you you hearing about, about, about all these challenges that humanity is facing? Artists. You understand? So you know the the, the community, the society needs to regard artists with such uh, a level of respect. They need to reverence us. Yes. So uh, it's really upon us now as artists to bring the society, the community to such an awareness that, you know, I'm doing this because I didn't fail academically. I'm doing this because I want to contribute something to my community, to the better of the human race, to the better of humanity, to, to, to the better of women who are, who are under gender violence, to the children who are under gender violence. I, I'm bringing better education, visual lessons to uh, statements on HIV AIDS and a lot of other, other environment, you know, pollution, you name global warming, climate, what, 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 hunger, poverty, you know, all these things that, you know, are trying to challenge human pro prosperity and happiness. Artists are actually like chipping in and helping. They're actually, I mean, imagine, Right now, imagine an advert without visual art. I imagine a huge office space without visual art. Exactly, exactly. And Just are, imagine and the world without the creative economy. You know, I, I walk in a lot of buildings right now, and you know, I see their walls blank, and I, you know, I usually tell the, the owners of those buildings, your, 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 your interior is vapid, you know. Is, is tasteless. It, it, it doesn't have the salt. Is And today we speak of mental health. I mean, let's let's talk about the mental health of the people occupying such spaces. It's 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 a, you know they they are unhappy people who live in spaces where there's no art because they don't have therapy. You understand? Some of the paintings. That, I mean, I have paintings go Botswana, uh, Botswana BAC, Botswana Candidates College. Mm -hmm. it, it, almost everyone who went to that school calls or remembers the presence of your paintings. My paintings. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how they failed. About you know, I just love to go into that lobby or into that hall or into that, that space because, you know, I wanted to go and see the person who was painting and I wondered what the artist was thinking. While they're wondering what, what, what is the artist was thinking, it takes the mind off the hinges of things. Understand? So we paint to decorate, we paint to educate, we paint to heal, we paint for entertainment, we paint for a lot of reasons, even self-healing. If you see, I mean, an artist painting, either I'm painting because I want to sell so that I can generate revenue, my family. I love it's that because we hardly want to admit that we're painting for money. The society has conditioned us to um, to be volunteers. Yes. To be volunteers. Yes. That that takes me to my next question, Rimboi. I understand so many reasons for you know motivating an artist to create the general generic ones, but I want to understand what are your motivations, like your biggest motivations to to create. To heal myself, you know. To heal myself, otherwise 
I could be a victim of drugs or a victim of crime, you know, because we go through, we go through a lot. As we grow, we face a lot of challenges. And right now, even like, you know, we, we, we dealing with gender-based issues. And you see, if you look at gender-based issues right now, mostly, mostly they're focused on women and children. And the man is left out. But you know, who, who is this man? Are you going to live alone in this society when I shower? Because you are well educated on how I should handle you, or the society should handle you, or the men should handle you, all the feminism statements, you know. But you are going to meet me who is barbaric, who is not educated, who is not brought to... to who doesn't understand, who doesn't understand how to handle so, you know, so if, if Lina I'm taught as a boy child in the same space, or okay, this is how you can handle a lady. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will know how to handle you without feeling uh, challenged, without mm -hmm. feeling insulted or mm -hmm. disrespected. So, you know, uh, it's how it, 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 it goes, I, I guess you understand me. I understand. So your biggest motivation is to heal yourself. To heal myself, because, you know, I, I face challenges. I face challenges and, you know, I am seeing a lot, a lot of artists, Chawa, who, when they face challenges, similar to the ones that I faced, mm -hmm. and by luck, and by, you know, I don't know what kind of luck do I have, I managed to overcome a lot of these challenges. Mm -hmm. Some they succumb to drugs, you understand? Some they succumb to, to crime, you know? Some... They commit suicide. Yeah. So you actually find that those artists who have an opportunity to continue painting are not prone to, to suicide. True. Suicidal That's course. very true. Those who are denied or deprived of the opportunity to paint. And you know, I'm saying this especially to a lot of parents who have uh, children who have passion to pursue art. And you know, I'm seeing a lot of parents sometimes like my my parents wanted me, wanted to stop me from painting because they wanted me to pursue different career paths. So I'm seeing parents, and it's out of love. You understand? Definitely, understand? definitely. My my mother loved me, mm -hmm. so she wanted me to become what she wanted me to be because mm -hmm. of love, not because she 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 wanted to demonstrate against me. No, so even a lot of parents. I'm I'm a parent as well. I know. I want my kids, to, I want to see my kids in certain spaces, but at the same time, I need to understand that they, they're individuals and you know, the pain that it might bring to take a dream from an individual and you know, crush it and try to force this particular individual into certain spaces is detrimental and you know, it's, 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 it's extremely painful to the mind and a lot of the youth, when they can, they, that pain, kind of pain comes to them and they can't handle it they go to drugs and you know it's gone or they commit suicide and it's gone yeah speaking of which parents usually when parents talk about us or many other artists out there not doing art they're actually looking at you know you creating a living out of something now you are some, one of the few artists that i know that have created a living and you know, a very good life out of art. How do you monetize your art and how do you encourage us to monetize our art? 
it's simple you know you you need to to i, I do what I I, I I i i i i call what do i call this thing what do I, you know i i look at how many people can actually afford the five thousand wilson body paintings you know and you know i put these paintings uh three five paintings a month that i i can pay my bills i can finance the welfare of my kids mm -hmm. at home and myself you know and i can fuel my car mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing so we need to look at art as a career again this is how also we can be taken serious i need to come to my easel in front of the canvas like a headmaster going to attend and address the whole school you know i treat myself in a very very formal way even though the community regards my career is informal i treat myself extremely formal and i don't i i, I don't um, take myself for granted the moment i step in front of the canvas so it, that's one secondly you know when i grew up wow <laughs> I, I, I came and you know I changed it. It's, that is one of the major reasons why my I mean my mom would not encourage me to pursue art because she mm. didn't want to see her son in on, on the streets and facing such challenges, you know. You know, I was regarded as from you know yeah, because I had a lot of energy, you know, for a lot of things. So my mom would not want not my mom even my brothers even my sister, you know, even my siblings, they would not want to see Matoabone, Mungakabone, Alemostrate, Hole Majahara, Hole Mitsuki, Hole Guitar, Hono, you know. So they try to discourage me from pursuing this career. But you know, now you come to this level where you paint in a very responsible way, advocacy you stand tall against challenges and uh, against uh, myths and expectations irresponsibilities of most artists you know who came before us you know you correct a lot of things that they didn't they didn't do right and you know the community starts to accept and starts to now give you as an example and being given as an example is another thing that you know pushes me to certain responsibilities i mean i'm now accountable spearheading the pioneer artist devil's work so what do i do now i need to continue burning the fire mm -hmm. making it like stronger mm -hmm. encouraging you encouraging the next artist and, and you know showing that you know we can do it we can survive you know we, we can we can actually it, it, it's it's a source it's a source of sustenance for us we can buy bread which is like now a good thing yeah. and you yeah. know I'm seeing a lot of parents where some were my mother's friends now say, ah, that time when you were studying, I didn't know it, it was going to come to this. Yes. I wish my son so and so would have started. Should, should have started the way you, you, you did. And some are apologizing, but now we're discouraging you because we didn't know you were going. You understand? And I'm seeing a lot of parents again bring their, their youth here, trying to help them pursue art in the manner that I, I, I did. So you mentored some, some, some young artists or? 
I would technically claim that almost every artist who is in this country have passed through my studio or have crossed paths with me either on social media or in person or some way somehow either on, 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 on through my through publications or through um, you, you who is interviewing me or through television mm -hmm. they, they, they have uh, you know I, I see myself as a big can Mm -hmm. where a lot of artists are putting straws to suck. Um, Why don't I just imagine a picture of that? <laughs> suck inspiration, you know, suck inspiration and motivation and, you know, um, the greatest thing that, you know, sometimes you should look at is not necessarily that you are talented as a painter. To paint is good, yes, you know how to paint, but sometimes we have hope bigger bigger, better talent. Now when we have hope, so I think I'm more of that than the painter. Oh, okay. I pose as that, that like, uh, hope person. Yes. So, you know, now when they see that, okay, what Wilson has gone through in a lot of ways, uh, and in the same space we are in, mm -hmm. Managed still to become what he became. Now we are going through less or half or even not going through anything, mm -hmm. but we are failing to make it. Why? So they question themselves and they try to steer up and do something. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So now you you you've been doing this for thirty one years. Uh, I mean, when did you become popular? When did you become a household name? And what had happened for that to happen? You know, at school, at school, I I started like showing up and you know throwing throwing waves while I was at school and throwing dust on a lot of uh, uh, spaces, you know, with my eyes. Dust, I mean, when I mean dust particles, and by dust particles, I mean small canvases, small paintings, because you know I painted, 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 and you know painting really that all over those places, so. Yeah, I painted and through rebellion, especially demonstrating against you know, the system, mm -hmm. demonstrating about against institutions like family, mm -hmm. demonstrating against institutions like you know academic, academic, academic institution where you are, where you know the teacher comes and say. Well, and you know, the moment you ask the teacher, so why do you bring art? And the whole class goes like, wow. Mm. So that is like recognition already for How I miss school days. Yeah. And you know, moments when everyone is going like to, I remember the other time, like home reading college, I wasn't in a class mm -hmm. and a class of 34 and you know I'm out there and painting and the teacher for that particular class leaves 33 students in the class mm -hmm. to come and get me out of my painting so you used to miss school and paint and paint. I didn't miss other classes yes and paint 
because no, I, 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 I was doing my thing already. I knew what I wanted to become. You know, I those were years that you know, I prefigured my life. I wanted to become an artist, and that's what I wanted. So to you be. always knew what you wanted. I was. I knew it. I made up my mind from day one when I saw paint, when I saw pencils, when I saw surfaces that you know were blank. Wow. Yeah. So you know that teacher came and said. And politely and calmly, you know, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. I just went to say, so the best thing is for you to go back to class, you know, to those 33 students, because now I'm pushing my life already. If you can make those 33 pass, you would have achieved your goal. Oh, wow. you know? Or if you can at least make half of the 33 to pass, then to try to get one student who doesn't even have enthusiasm in so you didn't have the enthusiasm at all i didn't have the enthusiasm in academics even though i was like you know i had the prowess to to to, to pass you know mm -hmm. i was one of the best students in academics in all the schools that i went to wow. but you know i wasn't interested in those things you know i wanted to paint mm -hmm. you know so i i became popular in the school as that painting guy that painting student you know and when also in exhibitions and competitions you know where some of the competitions that i went to i will, I will win six awards sure. you know came that top in the top four in the top five didn't know during those years and sometimes you know they will doubt if it would you know, what, what were these years keep on my man I remember. So I bet I your, your award file is just. It's scary. Sure. It's scary. I don't need it because also I don't really look back at what I've achieved. I look forward to produce new, better paintings and break mm. new records. And you know, you know, this is another thing that also is a big challenge to artists who have won awards. They dwell. On the glory, on the glory of the, the their history, yeah. than focusing on you know making new trends, reinventing themselves. Yes, so this is, I think, one special thing about me. I I do I, more even more even the way I look at awards is someone's opinion during that time, and it doesn't generally apply throughout throughout the times. Well, I might use that as a reference that someone has judged or have viewed my work in this manner, but I don't put it as like a scale that, you know, measures the brilliance of my work or the level of my intentions. Because even most of the, those judges didn't even understand my work, you know, so they were judging just on the merit of the surface of the canvas. The visual. And a score sheet. Yes, yes, and a score sheet, you know, the visual aspect, but without knowing the content of my work. Yes, so I I won a lot of awards, just a lot, both locally and internationally, and I did a lot of exhibitions and had lots and lots of references written for me and uh, recommendations. But mostly, uh, people were some people were writing me recommendations, want to write recommendations for me to go into the academic stream again, which mm -hmm. I really 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 stayed. So when I came to the art scene, in, uh, now fully not as a student, mm -hmm. in 2001, upon completion of my Form 5, mm. I found a lot of artists painting landscapes. I found them painting desperate 
pictures as though the way we do one year, I was tomatoes or CAD, they were ceramics. I found a lot of artists painting using materials on that level, but materials were there, but they were scared, they didn't have the the, the the boldness of taking paint and apply it. Yes, I found our artists um, painting the president's portrait, which they didn't do well, and because also uh, my community is a very kind community. Yeah. We are always understanding developer, support them locally. But, but, but we also need to say, yes, we are supporting local, local, wake up, Luena, so that it is Oscar Hella, Casapotea, Yamoha Hella, give the people the value, the value, and Utoe, where investor. You know, Botswana is calling for investors, Botswana is not creating investors who go and invest in other countries. You understand? So this is like now what I was looking at that, you know, my artists locally are average, mm -hmm. but they are not artists who can stand, who can, who can, who can compete at a global scale. Yeah. See? So this is, these were things that, you know, I say to myself, I'm not going to be following such paths. I'm going to open new doors and you know, the line trail it became always and good. Mm -hmm. And in 2003, I painted the, the most famous of my paintings, the pregnant skeleton. And you know the yes. pregnant skeleton? Yes. It's the a painting. scary piece of you ask me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, in, 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 in 2004, it appeared on a program on BBC World. Wow. Yeah, as early as that time. You know, and... On Facebook, so you know, I was trending on the voice, I was trending on Mayfim, never the echo. I was uh, trending on the old newspapers. You know, I looked for that go, go archives. Yeah, why are you not in the archives? I, I, I have quite a pile of newspapers uh, that I appeared, even the first. There was a journalist who had a voice on a video, Alice Banda. She came because I was to interview me, you know, and she took a picture of me. And it was really nice to see myself appearing with the news also, and many, many. And you know, from there, a lot of journalists, Wopeno, the Watch House, you know, followed and you know, they put me out, you know, they put me out. And thanks also to the media, Yabotswana. Before Facebook came, yeah. before social media they, came, they played a very pivotal um, role actually on, on, with regards to visual to, arts. To visual arts, yeah. You know, yeah. So, and they 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 actually cut what would have been a bigger challenge of like uh, awareness, because art needs awareness. People need to know you as an artist so that they can consume your work mm -hmm. on every level, mm -hmm. uh, you know. So. Uh, and consume your work on every level, I mean, give you opportunities to paint for them or to paint even for yourself, you understand? So, uh, in, 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 that's what happened there. And in 2002, I had an exhibition called and I had another one also called Parlamente. And in 2002, I won uh, an award as sculpture. 
Wow, yeah. so you also scout? Yeah, 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 I was taking chances. <laughs> I was taking chances, you know, and you know, I, yeah, I created a multi, something mixed media, or yeah, and I won an award, and I, I won an award in painting as one of the best painters in, in the country during that time. And in a, in a video artist in Botswana, and artists in Botswana were artists way within the country, either foreigners or locals. locals. So, you know, I felt really big. I felt really, really encouraged, you know, when I won those two hours at a go. And I proceeded to win the award uh, through, through, through the following years consecutively, both Gotapo and Lego Museum, and, you know, also other international awards. Uh, well, Commonwealth also writing uh, regarding me in the top 30 in the world during that, those years, you know, it was really, really encouraging. So I didn't regard myself as famous because I was measuring myself against Frida Kahlo, Salvador Dali, Picasso, Da Vinci, as early as that. I know it sounds really stupid. And no, 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 I think your fire, I think your fire reminds me of Picasso. In as much as your style of painting is different, it's different. your fire, your impact, your positioning truly reminds me of Picasso. Yeah. My opinion, guys. Yeah. Speaking of which, what is your style of work? I mean, Throughout the 30 years, what has been your styles of work and where, where do you focus, you know, your work, your line of work at? I mean, these days when you see your work, you can tell what it that is what's in your work. But how, do you, how would you describe your work throughout the, the decades? I, you know, I, even 31 years, I still consider myself as upcoming. I'm still <laughs> growing. So I don't know where will it end. I'm still learning how to paint, you know, I'm mixing new colors every day, colors that I've never seen. I'm painting new ideas every day, ideas that, you know, I've never seen. I'm painting new things. So, you know, I hope one day I'll know how to classify my work. Um, the formal sector, academics, you know, they always have ways of classifying things so they can suit and fit into their vocabulary or training or whatever purpose they be pursuing. Uh, I don't know what kind of ism or which classification ism that my work <laughs> follows under. But what happened while I was growing when I around about 2002, a lot of people visited my painting space Never. Why why Rameliko? Why why Rameliko? Oh, so that's the, the where Meliko comes that's from. Where the word Meliko came from, and you know, Meliko became the surrealistic version yeah. of, of Swana. Yeah, yeah. Meliko became. So surrealism is about Swana. You join Meliko guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know people identified my work is. They said. And you know, people would not know each other repeatedly coming and repeatedly saying the same word again and again and again and again. And so that's how the medical uh, coinage became to be identified with some of my surrealistic work. So you had a medical face, and then you had a face that I think that's when a lot, I think that's when a lot of people started saying you're the Nikon. 
the time you did those three pieces, the photographic ones photographic now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, I paint wildlife. I paint human activities. I paint my dreams. I paint uh, works in advocacy or humanitarian purposes. And, you know, I do this to avoid boring myself. Hence, I avoid boring my audience, mm -hmm. which technically also pushes from changing trends. You know, I paint in an impressionistic style, mm -hmm. but expresses different ideas in yeah. that manner that you know otherwise cannot be painted in impressionism. And I incorporate dots, for instance, which uh, someone would regard as abstract. You know, I I I I don't follow the isms or those trends i'm aware of them so i don't bore myself i keep myself excited, excited by painting new ideas in different styles nice you spoke of the dots wilson Gwenny's paintings always have these signature dots what are those dots and why do you put the, the dots you know, these dots, I put them on my paintings to remind humanity that, you know, I'm together with them in whatever they're going through. As they are seeing my work, you know, I recognize uh, their plight, their sadness, their challenges. So these dots, I'm saying, you know, as we are looking at these paintings, know that I was doing these paintings with you in my mind. You know, I'm sharing some love, I'm sharing some happiness because you know, it will be uh, less smart of me to, to paint without encouraging or happiness. Oh, wow! You know, I want people to be happy. The baker is baking bread for people to eat, to have meals and to be happy. And people are brewing alcohol liquor so that people can drink. The musicians that play are doing music so that people can dance to. What is Wilson going doing? So I put the dots to show that I'm contributing to our happiness. So there's black, red, blue, green and yellow yes so are, are the colors symbolic of anything yes uh -huh. black myself i'm an african i'm a black man you know i am the black dot wow in a lot of aspects at heart in mind in nature in looks yeah in origins you know whatever that black might be i am black if it is dead I am dead. <laughs> now, if it is um, uh, coal, I am a coal. You know, if it's carbon, you know, I am it. You know, I'm. If it is darkness, I'm that darkness. So I'm. I'm the black. I'm a black man. Red. Love. Green. You know, oh. without love, shower, we are nothing. If I don't share love with you, you die. You know, if I don't love you, you're gonna die. And you know, if you don't love me, I'm gonna die. So we really, really need to love each other. We need to encourage each other and we need to see each other. We need to take care of each other. 
that's why I put the red dot thing, you know. Yeah. Yes. You you were talking about the, the green dot. The green, yeah. It's it's a symbol for hope. Wow. Yes, it's a symbol for you know, new foliage as it you know grows, you know. Um what what do you see? When you see the green lawn there, you want to go and draw on yourself on the you want new to live yeah, in your life, you know. Yeah, so yeah. And then in blue? Freedom. You know, when the sky doesn't have the silver um, uh, grays of clouds, just view the sky and see how vast it is and just imagine yourself floating and going and going and going into whatever your dreams are. Mm -hmm. So you need that freedom if you are to pursue your dreams to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And you know, I have the freedom as an artist. You know, I paint sure. as free as free is. And then the last one is yellow. Feminine. You and me, we are feminine. And you need family. And we all belong to the human race. We are one family, either global or at an intelligent family or at an extended family or in, at work or in school. You know, we are family. And, you know, we, we still need each other. And you see, as a black person who is free and who has love, and who belong to you and who is hopeful I paint and bring this pain, my paintings to you so that you know you can be happy you know so all what we do we need uh, each other on every level I don't make my dots stand alone mm -hmm. each dot doesn't stand by itself because my dots they have to contribute together which is us, you and me, and the rest of the world, mm -hmm. we need to pull together to generate more wattage. Sure. So, you spoke of art expression. I'm just going to say a bit. With, with every brushstroke, with every color, there's a representation in art. That is why in our previous episode, we spoke, spoke of art communication. Rengoni, um, we you you kept on talking about the fact that you're self-taught but i hear you're very very knowledgeable about art how was your journey of being self-taught like how did you get to learn so much on your own without going to school and if you had the opportunity to go to, to art school would you or would you not the only time right now i attend to school and uh, institutions of higher learning is when I go to lecture. Mm -hmm. You know, not me going to learn. I have been privileged to be on that level. Uh, so, being self-taught means that um, one thing, let me tell you something, that when I look at myself in the mirror, the only person I see is the person in the mirror, you see. Mm -hmm. Not my not my own image, meaning that you know, when I see the glory that you know, right now I'm showered with, you know, we'll say, Hey, you are good, you are good, but there, there were people who were involved in grooming me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you came, shower, and say, Yeah, I love your paintings, but you know, if you added blue, that would be chava, 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 you see. So, and I when I took it in consideration, it became what it is, yes, yes, yes. So, so self taught. And technically means that you know I don't have a degree you know, from any particular institution, but but people went to school for me 
and they came and they gave me the ideas that they harvested from these schools, you know. And you know, because I had the brush, I people technically have ideas that I have. Unfortunately, they don't have the page to, to paint. So, you know, I, I, I get their ideas and paint them and they become mine. So it's one of the things. It's so, your idea. Yeah. See, so self-taught means through the, my journey as an artist, through my career, my attractive career, it very was, attractive. Very attractive. <laughs> it brought a lot of people mm -hmm. in, 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 into my space. Mm -hmm. it, it also had people invite me into their spaces. Mm -hmm. And when people were talking, I was listening. I, 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 I collected a lot of wisdom from every encounter. I did not undermine either the youth or the old woman or the old man or the lady there or the poor guy or the villagers or overnight, mm -hmm. I did not undermine them. Mm -hmm. I paid heed to what they were to say, especially with regard to my work. And I, it was really up to me to discard what I didn't want mm -hmm. and swallow mm -hmm. what was useful to me, what was vital. So self-taught means that being able to have all, both good, and crap, you know. So you know you bend the, the, the iron ore and you know get the iron because that's what you want, and you know you leave the debris. So self-taught means that you know, and also self-taught means you become the apprentice to to the brush mm -hmm. on your own without nobody. You like on the, the palette there. You experiment on your own to see what will work mm -hmm. and when you see it work you pursue it or when you see certain mistakes that are pleasant you correct you, 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 you the mistakes that are pleasant you you you, you repeat them ah, so that okay. it becomes a style right. yeah so self-taught means being able to to realize such to be conscious of uh that and being able to hope still to see where you 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 be heading towards. Now my next question is, you know, we've uh, throughout the history of of art, especially in Botswana, I've seen some artists that sold their work internationally, and some of these works included IP, like we've we've said, and. Somewhere, somehow, they noticed that they got raw deals and they were cheated. Have you ever experienced that? And a lot of times, you know, I guess there's no artist who ever become a master without passing through such uh, uh, such uh, doors and such spaces where you know you have vouchers, you have crooks. Which even right now on this level, mm -hmm. got a lot of vouchers flying, hovering about me. You know, they're checking if my eyes still blink. If no, if I blink or if I keep my eyes open too too long, they just want to to default. Sure. Yeah. Does that mean you've had a relationship with middlemen and do you do at dealers or and do you recommend that or do you not recommend that? I don't recommend the middlemen. 
I don't recommend curators. You know, I'm actually anti-curator person because you know they uh, they spell my friends they 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 bullshit. Yeah, they really really bullshit. You know, they 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 stand in a way. Look at this channel. Mm -hmm. We have our viewers, right? Mm -hmm. Who are looking at us, and right now it's us between the viewers. Mm -hmm. And the viewers they want to see us, but they can't. Mm -hmm. But we have important information that we have for them. Mm -hmm. But we want also our viewers to be seeing us and our facial expressions. But we can't because there's a middleman mm -hmm. who is between me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you you need to see me, but you can't, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But you have. Do you see? Do you see what I'm actually holding right now in my hand? No. It's what you want, what you need. You see, but now because there's a middleman who comes and tells you, you don't really need what Wilson is holding, or you really need what Wilson is holding, and you actually sometimes find that I'm not holding anything that you want. So you see, these are some of the things that I've seen. In a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, I've seen a lot of middlemen play games that are not really, really proper. That you know actually detrimental to the careers of an artist. The middleman that sometimes doesn't really care mm -hmm. what the artist needs. Mm -hmm. He is looking at what he's gonna gain and you know he walks mm -hmm. and walks on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Similar middlemen here are main individuals mm -hmm. or shops. Mm -hmm. Understand? I've been encouraged to open a, a store called MC. Kotsako mm. Rail Park, Kotsako Airport Junction, mm. you know, so that people can. But you know, when I went to inquire for a Kibuka Kubuka store sale, um, it's about 15,000 per month for a Kidira store in one of the malls. And I'm an artist, I tell them, you know what, I don't think that I can afford 15,000 a month. Mm. I'm just an artist, I'm trying to show my work. And you know, they don't really care about that they are looking at what they can get but but those are are they middlemen or they're you know landlords it's the same to me it's the same okay what, what are you renting necessary no, technically because we don't have a mall we are just running it for me to the to the people but because these malls or these landlords mm -hmm. yeah, so you say they have spaces where now people can actually come and buy mm -hmm. you are moving from me to the person who is buying it's the same Logically, is the same. I, I hope you, you you understand what I mean. So they don't care what 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 the welfare of an artist. If you are making money or what or what, because even the new men, you sign contracts. You still gonna sign contracts with these people. So what I'm trying to say is, for me to overcome such challenge, or I decided to have my own space like here in Kopo, mm -hmm. and you know. I say to myself, people who can afford to drive from Gabs to Kopo are the people who have cars. Mm -hmm. And technically, those are people with houses mm -hmm. and the houses that did paintings. Mm -hmm. So those are people who access me. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the people will be like, yeah, 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 they should stay away from, from, from Wilson Ngoy. Yes, I go to do exhibitions. Still, you know, galleries that I don't own, those are middlemen still. Because they get a commission, but it's sometimes very, very reasonable. And so basically, you are saying it depends on on which middleman you opt you, for. You, you opt for. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I am trying to have exhibitions right now in South Africa. Okay. And you know, a lot of vultures, you know, they're just telling me, for me to go and speak with a gallery for you, I need 7,500 rands. Sure. You understand? Mm -hmm. But I still can go and drop my profile myself. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, 7,500 rands that they're offering, if it was if it included a rent house for, for for my accommodation for three months and food and transportation within that space it would be very reasonable we are all struggling and the artists are struggling the most despite the country that, where they are mm -hmm. you don't think that an artist will be selling a painting for hundred thousand yeah it's actually meeting his um demands mm -hmm. he also have uh, a larger uh mouth, mouth to to spend that money on so if you are making one thousand you are actually on your level and even your challenges the worth one thousand the more you, mm. you, you 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 know the bigger the paycheck the bigger the challenges yeah you understand so sometimes we actually think that because the artists they go, they go whatever they are making millions can mm -hmm. they are actually more leveling yet challenge you need to level so sometimes what is what matters is your happiness than I got you. Now there's this book, Rengui. Leaving the brush with Wilson Gui. Before we even try and talk about it a bit, how did you come up with this idea? It's a coffee table book. How did you come up with the idea? How what inspired it? It's a very unique and very powerful one. You know, uh, this book, the idea of this book came about, you know, uh, the previous year, 2020, where I had contemplated on it quite uh, some time, even when I was young, when we were opening coffee books by Salvador Dali, by Frida Kahlo, by David Shepard, by Paul Augustinus, you know, those um, uh, great masters before us. And, you know, I wanted to be in the same shelves as them with my work being paged on page, you know, but you know, I was slow and you know, I, I could not afford until last year when COVID came, COVID-19 came and now I saw the need for me, this was being creative where I put 126 paintings sure. into a compilation in a catalog format where now I'll be selling and at the same time exhibiting. So this book is an exhibition. On its own. Yes, and I'm selling an exhibition in that manner. So it's, it's a very like the picture quality is just exquisite. Yeah, I, I spent a fortune. I spent an arm and a leg. On, I was about to ask you. So you 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 actually said you 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 don't have the money. Does this mean you funded? I mean, most of the times when people want to publish, they look for sponsors and stuff. Does this mean you funded yourself through yeah. the proceeds of art? Yes. I sold paintings and then I financed with this book for a quarter of a million Buddha, you know, mm -hmm. because um, one, I would have had uh, collaboration, mm -hmm. but sometimes people we who come into our spaces to collaborate with us, they want things to be done their way, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it dilutes the purpose of the, the project yeah. an artistic project whoever brings money is decides yes so you know i i didn't want that and secondly 
uh, you know, you collaborate and the idea is exciting and people you, you collaborate with, they are looking at other things, not where now you're the plight of an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, I stand for art and I stand for myself. It's very, very important for, for me to do that from the onset. I stand for the Wilson and Gordon brand. Mm -hmm. And whoever comes, you know, to, 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 to be with me, they need to recognize my art and its importance. That, you know, it's the first thing that put us to be here together. Mm -hmm. But now, if you don't recognize that, it becomes a challenge. And with that, with that, I'm just reminded of one of the challenges also that we face in this country. Mm -hmm. That you know, have you noticed in a lot of uh, exhibitions, say it's a group artist. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, and the sponsor, so and so and so and so. But you know, people are gathered to our exhibition, they don't mention us artists. Thank you. What is that? You know what, Rimwini? Let me interject. But anyway, continue, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what is that? Where you know it's my feast and it's it, you don't recognize me. You know, yeah. you come into feast with me, you want to eat everything, everything there is. You don't give me yeah. you don't give me a shelf my meal. I mean, it's technically breaking a plate, my plate. Imagine yeah. but you know they break that plate, you know. And furthermore is breaking what is weak already. The art industry is weak, you understand? It's weak in the sense that it's not recognized. It's not given due attention as it should be receiving. It's not regarded in a manner that, you know, other fields are regarded. Let me tell you, the health right now, if you say COVID-19, COVID Minister of Health, but do you think that Minister of Health can do nothing without um, cards, without designs, without that virus drawn by an artist. Never. What can they do alone? But you know, they still distance themselves from artists. I'm just giving an example, not particularly saying that our Minister of Health is not doing much. It's, it's doing enough and it's fine what they're doing. But, but, if artists also are recognized and encouraged to 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 play, yeah. I'm just going to interject. You know, I got a bit. Thing is, you know, the aim of Creative Cut is to bridge the gap between art creators and consumers. And some of the pains that motivate us is 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 exactly what Rangoni has said. I've attended several exhibitions, um, in a lot of places, and you like he's saying you'll be told. It's a art exhibition, or this one is performing. There's art on the background. This is happening, and you make absolutely no mention of the artist. You make absolutely no mention of the person that erected and made that exhibition possible. Guys, that must stop. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, like he said. How does the ministry even make that poster without an artist? Without how? Yeah. Furthermore, you see. It, it's sad, it's sad. We are there in these exhibitions and you know, they see us, you know, they don't mention for uh, a senior artist, Wilson uh, Ngonilene is present amongst the crowd. I mean, 
not necessarily me. There are senior artists whom I found in the art field. And People they, that have founded... You know, the, who started it for us. Yeah. They need to be recognized and to be saluted. Yeah. You understand? So imagine, it's so discouraging sometimes how these things are done and so disrespectful of, of my, 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 my field not to be recognized on that level. You know, and uh, all protocol observed, blah, 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 blah. No artist is mentioned. What is that? You know, it's just like... Even the, the vote of things, yeah? It's bull. <laughs> Rangoni, this is a family show. <laughs> Pardon my French. <laughs> Rangoni, you, you did this book on your own. Just out of interest, who did the intros, the captions, the paragraphs? Uh, Dr. Lisa Lopez Livers of Duquesne University. I met her in 2003. And, you know, she became... She became like my mom, uh, she was very, very, she's very, very supportive to even now. So she wrote the foreword to, to the book. And I met, you know, one of the greatest uh, talents that I have also is to make friends with important people. So, you know, I, I, I became friends with Terry Karafi. And initially, I, I wanted Secretary Minomasiri to write the the forward to, to, to this book oh. because he was very well supportive. Um, that old man, yeah, yeah, that old man, he, he played like you know, imagine just to have the, the president at that time and you know, and a senior citizen of that level come to your exhibition. <laughs> He comes to your house, he comes to Wending College where you are a student and, and the Makaone. You know, they take you under their wing and they just encourage you go to their house now and now and again them just telling you keep on going and then. So, you know, um I met what is now the Watapo, he's a nice guy. I was introduced to oil paint by Lorenzo Talbot. Yeah. You know, so you, you understand. So in this this book, it's also that kind of homage to all those you know, who played um, a role. My, my former headmaster, for instance, Mr. Nziani Morisua, Morisua uh, Nziani and my, 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 my teachers and the from fellow students and a lot of artists, you know, a lot of artists who say, Wilson, we look up to you. Mm. That is just like encouraging. So this book also is like that kind of homage, even though it's dedicated to my son. I, I was speaking of your son. There's, there's a phrase, there's your son. You know, it, it really, really captured my attention. So your son, do you know what? You, you have a picture of your son. For exile, if you're going to be a witch, make sure you haunt. Yes. What does that mean? Like me, his father, you know, I'm an artist, not in house, not in, in installments. <laughs> I'm a full force. Full force. Ah, so that's what it means. Yes, so you know, if he's going to be a witch, he should not be. 
uh, half witch, quarter witch, <laughs> or three quarter witch. You should make sure. You should go overboard, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, if you are a farmer, produce food, we want it, we need it. Make sure we have food, produce food. The farmer, you know, if you are a speaker, say it loud so that we can all hear. If you are a musician, let your sound hemorrhage through the speakers so that you know we can dance we can hear what you're saying you know so if you're an artist make sure that the painter will see go anywhere you know my name is synonymous to, to paint yeah. you know yeah in, in, in most if not all of my networking expeditions just when i see art I like remove this book too i remember one time somebody was like you should keep pictures of your work so that one day you make it a book and in my head i was like now, because I'm saying this, mentioning my son particularly, it doesn't mean that, you know, this book is, is 2,000 copies are going to be read by my son. Yeah. So it is meant for whoever who is going to read this book, that, you know, if whatever that you're doing, do it with your all, do it. If you are painting a painting, it'll one hell. Make sure it's last and best. If you are writing a book, pour, pour into it. You know, um, you know, Chawa, you are not sending your daughter or your son to school to become a police officer so that they can come and arrest you. You know, you're sending them so that they can come and protect us and protect the community. So technically, putting writing this to my son doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, um, it's only for Esa. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's for him, but it's also for, for the whole world. Speaking of which, where can the whole world get this book? For how much? The book is directly from me and for locals, it's 500 Gula. For the international market, it's $150, you like $150 US dollars. Yes, so directly from me, and you can reach me via Facebook on Wilson Ngoni at, or you can WhatsApp me on plus two six seven seven one four five one zero zero six. That's my WhatsApp line. Thanks, Ngoni. Give me a call, But before you go. What can you share with, remember this is both for the creatives and the consumers, what can you share, just as a summary, to say this is how we'll bridge the gap between you two and make sure the arts grow, make sure we monetize our industry, make sure we answer the government's call for creating employment or a livelihood out of our industry. The whole thing takes both of us, the government, the community and me, the artist, you know, it takes both of us. You know, it doesn't take only one side. It doesn't take the government alone. It doesn't take me, the artist alone. And it doesn't take the community alone to sub to support and to make things happen. Uh, with, 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 with that, I encourage artists to have proper attitude towards and towards their art. You know, artists need to treat their trade in a very, very special way. Uh, artists also don't have to feel too big for their careers i'm seeing a lot of artists lose it they come so talented but they end up empty-handed you know and fallen and you know but tomorrow they go blind because 
that you know but someone that is well you know well off and you know with enough fire but because of attitude but feel our big by the way I just want to say this and straight train do you know we are paid by far more than most of the people who buy our paintings but you know still we need to treat each and every client with a lot of respect by this I mean Chawa, if at your workplace you are earning say 70,000 you feel that it's really big money and you can come and buy a Wilson Moon painting but let me tell you something people 20 people in a month are coming to buy paintings that are Wilson Moon is about 25,000 so compare yourself with them by far you are earning that by going to a 9 to 5 job I'm getting this from playing with color doing what I love so you see the disparity between you and me you get it but now I still need to respect that you know you didn't put a Wilson Money painting on your shopping list for every month you decided to just branch and get some money from cleaning and come and buy Wilson Money painting so you deserve respect for that a lot of respect and I know I also really appreciate those people buy my paintings without looking at their shoes, without looking at their earnings, without looking at how they are earning that money. So our artists normally feel that's cheap or think that you can afford a Wilson Moon painting. No, 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 no. It's not that that we encourage. The community need to recognize artists. We preserve culture, we paint and you know, engrave cultural ideas on our canvases, volunteering, you know, uh, so the community will be remembered, this generation will be remembered, this country, this time will be remembered through my paintings, so it's upon my community to preserve my work, it's upon my community to hand over our ideas in the manner that you know they, they, these ideas are to the next generation through the Wilson Goni painting and through our other artists who are there in the same community. We are preserving the times. We are mummifying ideas, you know, we are immortalizing ourselves our names the people we paint and the technology that we live within right now because time flies like the moon moves fast when there are clouds you don't see it move it just you know goes down you're such a conceptual speaker you know thank you a true artist thank you so our communities need to to do that and every individual need to know that we are painting to decorate, to heal, and to do best. The government should know that, you know, artists are not against politics or in support of politics. We are doing what we are doing because we have to do it and we, we live in a different region of the mind. So, we need support 
we need support on every level and for us to keep on going and I need our governments to know that art generates revenue and contributes to the economy of the country. By that, when Wilson Ngoni has an exhibition at Takom Visual Art Center, for instance, cars start moving from their homes, which take them in fuel, is going to be needed. It's business. People come dressed well. People buy airtime to call Yeyeyogokai. People come to buy paintings so that you know people who work in that particular gallery can also be paid to feed their families. So it's a great contribution that you know I'll be doing to that particular gallery or particular institution that I'll be exhibiting in. So the government need to recognize me as one of its citizens who is doing things uh, for the benefit of the, the nation. Well said. Well said, Rangoni. And finally, finally, I'm currently constructing the Wilson Ngoni Museum, the Wilson Ngoni Art Center, because I wish to correct all the mistakes that, you know, I see in the galleries and, you know, in art centers that are there. Not saying that they're, doing, they're not doing enough. They're doing enough. They're, they're, they're doing, doing good. good yes. But, but I think it will be an additional space to help with the burden of like the growing population of artists because there is an outbreak of artists right now in the world, in the world and in, 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 in the country. Uh, since, you know, we, we, uh, we became what we became and visible, we showed a lot of upcoming artists the way so they dream to be us to be like us so no there's just an outbreak and you know there's a burden on the government there's a burden on, uh, on this private sector yeah. so we need additional spaces yeah. with new ideas with new especially private spaces yes. there's one space that every time when you say you do art everybody says tapu yes. but do people really understand what tapu is and what it's about you understand yeah. so indeed we need private spaces like yours we need spaces that are pushing for that so thank you very much on behalf of those that are thankful yeah, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm so excited yeah, I cannot yeah. wait and uh, shower people like you who push uh, who take their time to come and you know harvest uh, these ideas these words you know which I hope after you harvest them this way will be the medicine of the next artist who otherwise will not have seen me like Museum or Facebook or in other in other, other platforms and through you. You see. So I really really appreciate to bloggers, journalists, uh, media houses, you know, who are pushing all these things and to individuals who just like by oral uh, spreading of words like you know Wilson Goni this Wilson Goni that you know and I'm giving you my his number so that you know I can paint for you you know I, I really really appreciate yeah. I really really appreciate and I promise one thing I hope you allow me to close um, this talk by making this promise I promise that I'll continue painting 
and I will continue to paint better. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Creative cut, filling the creator consumer gap.